Hello, and welcome to 16 Candlekeeps, where you'll be hearing a lot of nervous laughter as the 80s try to pass their death saves. <laughs> Why are you wow. doing nervous laughter? You're in charge of the whole thing. Because secretly, Emma, I know as our newest player you might know this, but as the DM, I'm not the bad guy or on the other side of you. <laughs> I want you to win. I want you guys to tell a brilliant story. I get to be the world in your story. I get to be all the really silly bad characters who tell you all the useless information. And I don't oh, want no, to no. die. Okay. <laughs> Long live Bufredo. <Bufada. laughs> Let's... Let... I've, I'm so surprised, actually. This is the first campaign I've done where Bufado isn't in it. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to... Can he come in now? Just <laughs> I know what how the... Just die. <laughs> just just to die. <coughs> wow. For those... So dark already. <laughs> for those that don't know who Bufado is, in Out of the Abyss, you start in a prison in the Underdark. You are, as your players uh, wake up, introduced to several wonderful Underdark characters. One of which I kind of picked up and ran away with. Uh, a little... Uh, <laughs> a little... Uh, I can't remember what his uh, race is. Uh, it's a little, like, malnourished Duragar, uh, if I remember rightly, called um, Bupado. And um, he has been a... A character in every one of my games thus far because everyone loves to hate him and hates how much they love him. Um, I love him. But um, he is. He's, I love him. I want him in all the games. I've I've once upon a time made a character sheet for him, which never came to fruition. Where I was going to play him as a PC in someone else's campaign just to fuck with people. Oh. Um, Amazing. He nearly appeared in AU's one shot where I played four different characters because Kira is a mean DM. <laughs> and I was a bad player. <laughs> but yes, I died in every room. And each time I was like, and a new character, and a new character. Wow. I miss Kaylee. But anyway, um, let's, let's jump into this madness. This episode, brought to you by uh, High Fear and Adrenaline, uh, is... Um, is coming out on the 21st of July, which is my brother's birthday, so happy birthday, Sean. Uh, you don't listen happy to this. Happy birthday, Sean! Um, happy birthday. I believe, if I've worked this out rightly, um, it would be... Is it is it the Saturday of this week that our Bingle Bang Bang is also birthdaying? Uh, it's not Saturday this year. I don't know. Yeah, apparently it is. I think it... <laughs> Correct like, me if I'm I, wrong. like I keep track of this stuff. Is it the <laughs> is your birthday the twenty fourth of July, Bingle Bang Bang? It, it, it is indeed. It is my birthday twenty four seven. There you so, go. Yeah, it will be. So uh, so everybody That's amazing. Yep. <laughs> go over to Bingle Bang Bang or the Bingle Bang Bang on Twitch or some way. You'll find all of his stuff in the doobly doo below. Um They're all different in every single one. Bangle Bing Bing to keep track. <laughs> <laughs> Just find him somewhere and say happy birthday. Otherwise, you get disadvantage on your next roll. I've enforced this. You don't understand. Um, anyway. This is across the world, Steve. Across the Everybody. world. Everyone gets disadvantage. Which is fine if you're playing Call of Cthulhu, but not so fine. <laughs> anyway. Yes. Uh, anyway. Um, are there any announcements that anyone would like to make on the 21st of July or around that period? Is there anything that anyone wants to shout? I have one. Go on. I have one. It's not a new one. It's 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 a vague repeat of one we've had pretty much every episode for the last few weeks. Um, but but I wrote a thing. Uh -oh. <laughs> I'm gonna read them. I'm gonna read them. Oh no! Is this your Sam Regal thing that you wrote? <laughs> it, right. It was going to be really good with sound effects and everything, and it's not anymore because I didn't give myself enough time. Because I had this great idea at midnight, I didn't give myself enough time to plan it. So you heard, you heard this editing, Steve. You need to put sound effects underneath this. Go for it. Yeah, do it. Okay. <clears throat> I feel like a twat now. <clears throat> hey, all you cool cats and kittens! It's your girl Emma B coming at you with the news. Good start, why don't you? Do you like D and D? Do you like live streams? Do you want to see four people getting increasingly tired and mental as they do a charity live stream for you? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then D and D is for you. 
on Saturday the 14th of August 2021, you can enjoy 12 hours of D&D Madness featuring two homebrewed games, one first-time DM, one Stranger Things game, and four people gradually losing the plot. D&D is a live stream charity event raising money for the Loros Hospice in Leicester in England. This hospice looked after my dad before he passed away last October, so to raise some money for them, I'm trekking Machu Picchu in Peru in November this year. I have to raise somewhere in the region of £3,500, so D&D will hopefully add something towards that. You can donate at justgiving.com forward slash bamf84 or check out our Facebook page on the 16 Candle Keeps podcast uh, for more information there. Alternatively, go to 16candlekeeps.com forward slash news and that will also tell you what's going on. Peace out, homies. Keep it frosty and we'll see you on the 14th of August. Hashtag D&A, hashtag charity livestream, hashtag nerds rule. Lovely. Thank you very much. <laughs> I was like, I feel like I need to have some form of fanfare and the yes. studio round it, of applause. It's a shame that the Crash Bandicoot like team racing music is copyright because all I could hear underneath <laughs> that was dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Not that I know it off the top of my head. Get my guitar. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, any other announcements? I'm about the uh, the state of my accent by the end of that day. I'll <laughs> say that now already. Yeah. <laughs> oh, if if <laughs> my we're doing accents, weird anyway. <laughs> if we're doing accents, don't worry. Two of the the games have my uh, my my character I've made from episode oh the great the first game in, and that's going to hurt a lot of people. So you're going to be I've fine. Heard this accent, and I think it's great. <laughs> <laughs> my my voice for Liam's is based off of GLaDOS from Portal 2. Yes! <laughs> so. Sorry, Kick his life, it, says... <sighs> it says a lot. <laughs> if I'm starting with that. Take us a lie. Anyway. Um... Yeah. Any, any, any other announcements that anyone wants to make uh, for the 21st of July? I'm all good in terms of announcements uh, because I am just pouring all of my time and energy into prepping the most ridiculous adventure possible for D&D. &D. <laughs> mm. Yeah, thanks for, for that lovely bribery of involvement in our social yeah. media. Yes. I, I don't. I, I, yep, yeah, I don't know what you're on about. Yeah. Everything's fine. Yeah. Um, there's going to be a Tarask in a game against level 5, so it's going to be fine. Um, Whoop. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Don't worry about it. I'll force Steve to do something because I've realised it's been about two months and he hasn't touched it. The Bard solo will be out on TikTok, won't it, Steve? Wink. Um, hey. <sighs> fuck you, Steve. Um, anyway. <laughs> Can I ask a question about doing um, a one-shot in, like, one, literally in one shot? Mm -hmm. So, if you die mm -hmm. within, like, the first hour, mm -hmm. should we all have backup characters ready? Uh, I, I have, a, I have a, a hard and fast rule that I always have a backup character. Um, I, haven't, right. I haven't made them on D&D Beyond yet. But uh, I have a backup character for each of the games, including the the game I'm running, because um, <laughs> just in case. Um, but so yes. just that just occurred to me that I've pretty much got my characters ready for the games. But just in case, you know, with this Tarask at level five, I mean, we die halfway through. This, this oh, a... oh, don't 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 worry. There there are things in place. You you don't need to prepare any backup characters. I'm leaving it as that. Okay. You don't need to prepare any backup characters. You heard it here oh, first, kids. I think I know where this is going. Yeah, I've got suspicions about this now. <laughs> <laughs> don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. <laughs> so, 
Um, with that out the way, then um, we have uh, we have done the doobly doos. We are ready to jump into yep. this episode. We've put it off long enough. We're a little nervous about today's session because Steve no, has been oh talking God, guys, it up. Let's just chat. Steve's been talking it up all over the last few weeks of our between our sessions because Steve's scared, and now the players are scared because your DM will affect how your players are. Listen to me, DMs. Be happy all the time, otherwise they will cry. Um, anyway, um, let's. Uh, I haven't even got like a, a theme slide to go to. We're just going to jump straight into this destruction. Um, let's go. Um, so, meeting the sea elf contact in Targos by the name of Dason, the group headed out to find the passage north. Dason led the group to appear on the shores of the Sea of Moving Ice, where they charted the help of Anjanook, the, the awakened sperm whale. That's a tongue twister and a half. Um, they arrived at Solstice on the morning of the 17th of autumn, 142 AD. The first port of call was the shipwreck site that Oz needed to get an item from. On the way, the group came across Oral's animal sculptures that she had made, as well as an ice troll that had been hiding in the icy garden, hoping to find an easy meal. After this, they moved on to the actual shipwreck site where they found the ghost of Speaker Derif, who apparently is the actual Speaker Derif and not the Speaker Derif they met in uh, Brunchanda, who apparently is another member of the Arcane Brotherhood known as Velen, and not at all villain. Velen, Velen, not villain. We're not that obvious. Um, the item that Oz had uh, been looking for was on the body of Dereth and turned out to be a professor orb with knowledge of Yifrin and Netheril. Dereth warned that Oz was a failed applicant to the Arcane Brotherhood and had come up here to prove himself and also to uh, follow the other members of the Arcane Brotherhood who had come up here. You know of Dereth, you know of um, Velen now, and there is a third and final one known as Avarice, an albino tiefling. The group promised to bring the codicil over to Derif's ghost so she may pass from this mortal coil that she is trapped on, though Oz was not happy. We left as the group followed the half-orc trudging up to the castle of Grimskarl on the afternoon of the 17th of autumn. So, what would you guys like to do? You are currently, so you have travelled. Oh, by the way, mental note. Cheers, Steve. You didn't do this earlier. Um, you guys have axe beaks with you. Uh, I forgot that you 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 brought them on the ship. Um, yes. So you're currently travelling quite well. Got. I mean, uh, <laughs> it's not my job to remember animals. I'm here to just remember the world. <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. I just, you know, didn't want to cause any more heartache by killing your creatures as well as you. <laughs> so so you guys have been, uh, we'll say you've been riding the Axe Beaks along because they are uh, used to snow traverse, uh, traversing through snow and such like that and uh, because of Nerenef's skills uh, you have been led in the easiest paths that would guide your Axe Beaks around. You are currently chasing um, Oz up the snow drifts towards uh, Grimskull at the top of this kind of like sloping peak in the centre of the island. Is there anything that anyone would like to do? Anything that you'd like to prepare? Or are we just kind of catching up and then going for it? What what time is it in the game? So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's about three o'clock in the afternoon. Um, about there, you're not sure. Again, because we've had this uh, over the last few games where because it's eternally night because of the Rhyme of the Frostmaiden, name of the game, um, you... Uh, you don't have an accurate like sun in the sky to track what time it would be so there yeah. is this kind of um you're going off your body clock at least and kind of counting off well i slept last time for this much time and then it's been about this i'm starting to feel tired i normally feel tired about this so everything is approximate time at the moment so it's about free free in the afternoon on the 17th of autumn is what you can guess okay or those um, with keen mind could tell you exactly what time it is, but you lot don't like to suffer the hands of keen mind, so I don't have to worry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I'm gonna follow after Oz. Yeah. 
Oz, where are you going? Well, um, we have to get into that. Any points at the yeah. castle? Yeah. We, um, there's nothing else on this island that's keeping us here. Okay. <sighs> the fact that she's still here and she gestures over his, he gestures over his shoulder towards uh, the uh, the point that you have left, where Derek's body is still sat on the snowdrift and her ghost is kind of still half translucent um, in the space where she would have been standing um, when you were talking with her. Um, I see no point in dilly-dallying. We might as well get on with it and uh, find this thing and get to Regard Glacier, break into the ice. You know? But don't you think to be on the safe side with the castle, we should wait until... What did she say? 12am till 4am? That's when it's yeah. safe to come in. Do you really trust everything she just told you? Yeah. Okay. Well, we can sit out here in the freezing cold, waiting for Oral to sling her up and do what she does. Or we can find ourselves a more defendable location somewhere in the castle. Is there something we can do that's in between the two? So we're not in the castle before midnight, but we're also not just rambling around outside for nine hours. And he kind of gestures Please. around and goes, you're welcome to suggest something. Um, and I will look around at what's there, or rather not there. Okay. Um, um, looking yeah, over... There must, be, there must be somewhere that we can go or something useful we can do to kill a bit of time um looking around the uh the the like the surroundings of you it is just a snowy field that slopes down towards the shores uh, of the island itself there are slight uh, kind of like drifts and uh like almost like dunes um in certain areas towards the north that you can see um you can see especially as you come up the the side of the mountain you can got a bit more of a, a not an eagle eye view, but you've got a bit of an advantage point. Um, you can see that there's um, there are th these little like pock marks of where the animals have been turned into ice sculptures. But from this point, especially with the little that you have other than the map that had a couple of uh, uh, markings that I can share to you guys again, because I realise I haven't pinged that up. But um, there's not a lot on the island that you can see. Um, can I, without actually, it, actually, has he stopped walking yeah, while we're talking? Yeah, yeah, he stopped and turned around. Cool. So he's not being a petulant child anymore. Okay. Um, can I, um, silently take out my hand axe and start digging into the snow and just to see quite how deep it actually is? Yeah. Um, so, could you make an athletics check for me, please? Yes. Um, this is going to gain nothing. So, it's a straight dice roll, guys. Let's <laughs> just hope it's high. Come on. Seven. 15. 15? Well done. You spend a good few minutes just hacking into the ice, and because it's quite soft, uh, you're not having to put a lot of effort into it, so you're getting through it quite quickly. Um, however, you do find that as you get down to where your feet have been, um, you are standing on hard ice and it is like a very dark blue kind of surface that you're walking on. It's almost like the snow around you has held your feet in place and if the snow hadn't have been there, you would have been slipping every uh, every which way but loose. Um, you would have been ice skating. Um, you can see, especially as you've been uh, for several of you who are um, not ghosts uh, you, the snow comes up to about your knees uh, with the the size of it and it's quite thick packed ice but it's quite um, mm. soft and uh, uh, kind of like powdery when you've been moving it around um, apologies in the real world I'm just closing a window because it's making noise that's fine there we go <laughs> 
as, as you hear, you look up at Grimskull and you see that there's a small window that closes above you. <laughs> oh, she's cold. There's some youths just outside making noise. Um, okay, well, that ruins that plan a little bit. Okay, um, I'm just going to start compacting snow in a, in a ball in okay. my hand. Okay. I'm you... just going to keep adding to it until someone mentions it. How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to wink at her. <laughs> Smile okay. and just carry on. I'm going to wink back, but not knowing exactly why I'm winking. I just feel like that's the right response. And then when she does whatever she's doing, I'll pretend that I was totally in on it all along. That's fine. <laughs> um, uh, so Oz will just stand watching and go, so uh, plans of uh, getting some fun? Do you want to go to the deli or do you want to go like see if there's a, a show on? Or do you want to... As soon as he's said the word deli... I am going to throw that snowball in his face. And he hits it with a 19 plus his spellcasting with the Eldritch Blast I just rolled for to see if he hits it coming at him. Um, <laughs> do not throw snow at me. It's not yellow snow. I didn't say it was yellow snow. I said do not throw snow at me. Um, Alright, grumpy gills. Wow. You wanted fun. You wanted to know what fun was. I know, I know what fun is. What's fun is going up there and getting off this island before Oral has kind of picked... Do, do any of you actually work with um, with deities at all? Have you had to do any work for churches or like clerics or anything like that? I've worked with a guy who was arrogant enough to think he was God, but I've never worked with an actual one. Right. Well... Allow me to uh, give a bit of uh, information. I don't know if you, uh, another thing you might have looked at if you've listened to, uh, if you've been down south for any travels, you might have run into a book called Volos's Guide to Monsters. Now, with certain creatures, they make something known as a lair. Beholders have these weird kind of like floaty tubular kind of corridors that they have in their their lair and they don't have any stairwells so any adventurers trying to enter a beholder's lair have to like enter it with uh, kind of like pittons and and climbing stuff there are certain ones like dragons that like to make the the area around them fit their their kind of their their shiz so like poisonous dragons have pits of acid and stuff like that gods don't really have layers, they have sentient knowledge of the location they live in. So right now, we are standing on an interactive map that a god is looking at going, ah, the ants are moving again. As much as I want to sit in like one location and get it sorted, I'd rather do it in the castle where I can defend it, where I've got, I know what exits and entrances there are, Versus if we were to, I don't know, sit here in the middle of the open where anything can run at us. How is everyone after the ice troll? Not saying that we should sit in the open. I'm just in favour of not going into the castle until midnight. Perfectly fine. As I say, I'm welcome to suggestions. I was just moving away from her. And again, points at Dareth. And also starting to make myself a plan of action. I'm all on board for a plan of action. So, what do we do? walk around the castle cool let's waste nine hours of our life walking around a castle to the point we'll be exhausted because if i remember rightly a soldier only marches for eight days before eight hours a day before they need rest otherwise they get something known as attrition okay well seeing as you seem to know a lot do you have a plan and at this point he just turns around and continues walking oh my god that's his plan 
I mean, he's literally yeah, just. He's, uh, no, I've I'm just said it. Into the castle, Mies, He's repeatedly said it. He's said it three times that now is... that he, he's going to go enter the castle. <laughs> if you yep. hadn't heard the plan, his plan is the castle. <laughs> that is, yes, he's genuinely going to go into the castle. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm actually quite tempted to just wait outside the door and see what happens when he walks in. Just watch it happen. If he wants to get himself killed because he's not prepared to listen to advice, that's his problem. I'm also up for this. I want to get a bit, little bit nearer to the castle so we can watch him. Yep. <laughs> so you got... He owes me money. Oh. Fine, we'll keep him alive then. By all means, you can wait outside. Um, I have no choice. I'm going to have to follow him in. Yeah, but I can't let you die. You've been nice. Not that he hasn't. He's just, he's being a bit moody. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't deal with moody, especially in the snow. People get moody yeah. enough in the snow. It's already so. cold and miserable. We don't need extra moodiness on top of that. And at that, I will just, I'll, I'll put my hand axe away and I'll just trudge after him. <laughs> So as you follow up the side of the hill towards the entrance of Grimskull, you can see that the Grimskull itself is a huge skull-shaped uh, uh, kind of building made of what, as you get closer, appears to be ice and stone kind of melded into one another. Um, it is it's quite well-crafted for something that is made out of something that should, in all theory, melt um, if the sun ever comes out. But then also, there hasn't been a sun in several months. Excuse me. Um... As you get to the castle itself, uh, you can see that the doorway enters in through where would be, if the skull had been um, settled as an actual skull, would be the jaw, um, the like the teeth, uh, the front two and lo lower two teeth act as this huge kind of opening uh, with a large double door, which seems to be made of, as you look over it, it looks to be like the frozen together uh, bones of a white dragon's wings have been placed next to each other in such a metic meticulous fashion and skulls and different uh, kind of parts of a white dragon have been placed in such a way that they've made a door out of the bones of a dragon. Because I just want to say I wasn't going to go with roll. them but seeing as everybody's gone in that direction I'll follow but I was hanging well back from No that's fine. That's fine. You guys uh, have already said that you're. I mean, I know. Um, I know that there's kind of like a hesitant of, we'll let him do his thing. But uh, Dayson's very much like, I, I, he owes me money, so I've got to follow him. But if you are back up, you'd still see this because of the size of the structure. Uh, everything here is built for a giant to enter. So in the same way that a door is bigger than you in like a humanoid fashion the door would be bigger than this 10, 15 foot giant that would walk through it as well. So it's quite easy to see. <laughs> um, at the bottom of the door, you can see Oz is throwing his full body weight into the door uh, and trying to get it to move. As you can see, it slowly but surely just creaks forward as he's slamming into it with all of his might. Um, it appears uh, that the doors are able to open. It's just because of the size of them, it takes a bit of an effort. Before... Not subtle, is he? Before yeah, we... I'm gonna just ready my weapon. That's fine. Yeah. Um, before we enter, can I ask, does anyone not have dark vision? You told me I do, so I'm fine. <laughs> I think you do, yeah. Since I'm Eladrin, I definitely do. <laughs> Um, Never had yeah, dark I mean, vision written down, but we also know that I didn't have other things written down. So I, I'm I'm a sea elf, so yeah. Because when do you lot ever play something fun? Uh, anyway, <laughs> I'm joking. Oh, okay. Hey, I love my fae-based creatures. I mean, it's 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 not a mocking. I just. Sick. I um I constantly play things without dark vision just because I enjoy the nightmare of I can't see in here like everyone else. Fuck. <laughs> um, because for some reason I like to torture myself. Let me just double check whilst um I've got it here and before anything happens that the fateless is uh, dark vision less or Let me dark check. vision. I'm sure, I'm sure I put it on the thing somehow. The fateless. Uh, da -da 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 -da. Oh, you would have put it on there. Ah. 
The Fateless does think... not have dark vision. No, I didn't think... Thank you. Okay, good. I thought I'd just not written it down, but no. That's fine. Don't have it. I can't see. That's fine. So, for... Um, for... Oh. For everyone, uh, as he opens the door, you can see there is no light behind the door, but you can see about 20 feet ahead of you as the light spill from the moon and such behind you spills into what is behind the door. You can see a stone wall about 20 feet ahead of the doorway itself. Um, Oz, without ceremony or without checking, just steps inside the doorway and uh, heads into the corridor that is behind the door. This looks inviting, doesn't it? Oh. <laughs> what do we do, Gang? I don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh. In my uh, stuff, I have a candle. I'm going to light the candle. Okay, oh, don't cool. do that. I've got a bullseye lantern I was about to pass to you. Oh, excellent. Okay, if you've got a lantern, I'll, I'll happily take a lantern. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you. Okay. With that then, um, just so, so for, just because we haven't had to talk about this on the game before, um, and also it's always fun to learn if anyone doesn't know, audience or players dark vision when you so when you're in complete darkness you would see for those that do have dark vision you'd see everything in grayscale essentially and you can't like work out details but you can see large shapes so if you were let's say you were stood in the co corridor with oz you'd see the shape of oz but you wouldn't be able to tell that he has blue hair that he is a half orc you'd just see that he is a humanoid in shape um, you might be able to tell like larger details like you would see a loxodon's trunk for example um however um with the uh, the addition of light even uh though it might be dim light because it's just a candle or uh, you'd be able to see as if it's completely well lit in here uh, with dark vision for those without dark vision so uh, erica you're basically playing on the concept of a human's vision so if it's not light you can't see okay thank you okay yes thank you so do we just follow him? Does anyone have a better plan? No, no, I do not. Um, so whereabouts has he gone? He's just gone in behind the door that you can see. He hasn't walked off to the left. He's just gone in behind the door. Um, can I just see if I can hear anything yep. in here that isn't um, uh, Make a perception check. Nope. Uh, <laughs> nope. Nope? Nope. Okay. Um, I'm going to say that because, you know... It it's goes... 11. 11 you can hear from as you kind of step a little closer to see if you can hear anything um you can hear like a gentle wind uh on uh, that seems to whistle through the the corridor inside the castle itself but you can also hear um almost following it a gentle whistle of oz behind the door uh, and you can hear like tinkering of some sort that he's doing So there's another door off to the side? So it's one set of double doors. He's just pushed one of them open because of the size of them. And he's just gone in and uh, into the corridor behind it. As I say, you can see 
between the tor the, the opening in the doorway you can see that there is a, co a corridor of some sort that's behind it uh, and there is a stone wall about 20 feet on the other side of the opening big ass doors um I'll go in. Okay. Uh, you come in and you see a long corridor running off to the left of you. Um, you as you step directly <laughs> in, you can see that um, Oz has set himself up in this corner that is directly behind the door. There is a wall that basically just uh, uh, kind of runs flush with the doorway uh, on the right side of the door up 20 feet to that wall that you could see on the opposite side. And then the corridor itself runs down to the left Um for about what you can tell about 60 or so feet before it turns right at the end of it um you can see that there are double doors directly at the end of this corridor um that kind of uh are per is it adjacent or perpendicular i can never remember but at the end of the corridor as if walking directly to them there are another set of double doors but to the right of those double doors is a corridor going off to the right if that makes sense guys just thinking um so you know oral how um can like look like a, a massive owl or like like a woman or you know whatever do you think she can end into her surroundings or hide in plain sight kind of thing in other words are we gonna walk right past her and not even know she's there if we just go into this castle. Do you I'm think sure she'll be... feel the magic? Like that's what I thought. You know, I'm, I'm... I feel that we would already be dead. Yeah. I don't think she'd let us get very far, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Right. I'm going to put this out there. I'm probably going to sound really stupid. But didn't Ghosty say that between 2 and 4 a.m. she flies on her pet she has like yeah. a pet that she flies out of the castle on yeah mm -hmm. yeah between midnight and four why would she need to do that if she can turn herself into an owl oh my god wait though does she does she turn herself into an actual owl or is it just like the look of an owl but she can't fly Make a religion check. Do and I do that because I would uh, be trying to answer the question. Anyone who wants to, anyone who wants to think about it, yeah, make a make a religion. Join in. I, I want to think about it. I'm religion, religion. Eighteen. Eighteen. Fifteen. Fifteen. Just check it. Uh, is uh, Dason getting in on this action, or are we just yeah. go with those? We let. Should we just go with those? Those yeah. are. Yeah, those seem like good rolls. Oh yeah. No, they're good rolls. Oh. Um, <laughs> no, no, don't need to worry about mine. <laughs> she does not want to think about it. Oh no. Dason's currently just watching Oz set up a billy can and uh, a small fire yeah. in the corner of the this corridor. Um, he's like, this Dason. I think probably Dason's more distracted. Going, we're trying to keep a low profile, and this dick is setting up a fucking billy can. Um, yeah. Anyway. Um, For the ladies, you have uh, st so you're starting to question this thing of why would she need to go off, um, and then it's it's then that especially as uh, Nerenef, who has studied uh, in like the old school uh, kind of like historical references of certain things, especially with the Sundering a couple of years ago, um, and uh, Erica, you have seen different performances where certain gods have been portrayed in different outfits. Whenever the owl figure that um, that Oral turns into has been depicted, it is a wingless owl. It is a large uh, owl-like okay. head, but the body seems to be more humanoid-like uh, in the in the way that um, she normally wears this large cloak that looks almost like feathers hanging off her, but then arms and legs of a more bipedal uh, kind of owl bear type structure uh, of, a, of a creature of anything okay well, thank you she would definitely need 
Um, I will also say that you are aware that um, certain gods like to have in a very... Um, how do I do this without making it a certain thing? Um, uh, certain gods like to have certain companions and creatures that they kind of sur surround themselves in. Um, and Oral has always been known to uh, breed rocks, which are large monstrously sized eagle-like creatures I, i'm not even gonna lie i genuinely thought you meant Pet stones <laughs> <laughs> this one's Dwayne. he's a good boy pet <laughs> i'm glad that i was genuinely just picturing her surrounding herself with giant boulders i'm just gonna i'm just gonna break this moment of gonna break this moment of gaming to point out a moment in the book that says don't say much when you play oral don't do anything as oral because you need to keep the mysterious and ominously scary nature of a deity we've ruined it already with pet rocks cheers yeah. steve <laughs> probably not gonna get her pet rocks out yeah it's really ruined it now <laughs> this one's kid <laughs> This one's Barry. Barry doesn't play well with the other ones, so sometimes Barry has to spend time alone, doesn't he, Barry? <sighs> you know what? I was I was upset and scared about the TPK. <laughs> Not anymore. Oh, you can't wait. Ready? Yeah. Let's do it. You've, 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 you've done it again. You've, this is the you've reduced thing. down again. one of the big villains to a joke. Oh no. Oh god, no, it's a Steverack uh, all over again. No, it's not! No, it's not! <laughs> this one doesn't well, have power to use his name properly now, though. Mm. Yes. Yeah. It was really it's not like murdering someone does. <laughs> I mean, he's, he, he will Don't always be Azrak to me. God. God. <laughs> god <laughs> damn it. Alright. Mm -hmm. yeah. right. I can anyway. still fear him. Steve, how do I get to this TPK? So, uh, if you follow the corridor, um, you're going to make a left at the ice sculpture. <laughs> um, anyway, um, oh my god. Is that the one that looks like Dwayne the Rock Johnson? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck <laughs> sake. Right, what are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, um, right, so I've got to go down this corridor, right? Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm going to brood with my crossbow. Uh, okay. I guess I'm just kind of getting annoyed <laughs> that there's a fire inside the castle because he's stupid. I mean, what I will say is, um, this would, uh, because you're taking nine hours, um, mm -hmm. if you want to stay in this area here, a long rest would be nine hours. Yes, it would. What I'm also going to say is, because I'm playing bullshittery, the fact that you're camping next to a full fire means you don't have to worry about any of the, the cold issues that means that certain things like hit die don't work. <laughs> Isn't he an asshole now? <laughs> yes. But he doesn't know that. No. That's, that's... However, he, he is still an asshole. I mean Steve is nice. <laughs> I, I'm I'm because he's because he's my character, I am gonna argue. At least he's not sat out in the open and he has a wall behind him and can see anything coming at him. Yes. I mean, I was going to build a, an igloo. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I wanted oh. to see how deep the snow was. Oh no, I, I, I get your, I got your plan. That was a, a good idea. It's just unfortunately because of the way of the island, everything is too cold, so everything is frozen yeah. if it's not recent. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Right. So. You are currently sat at the end of this corridor. You're just behind the doors. Um, at one point, the door has been closed to kind of keep the breeze out. Um, and you are welcome to take a long rest here in the opening. You are welcome to explore further into the castle if you would like. Let me know what you want to do. I'm going to vibe with it and take it easy. I'm going to rest up. I think we should do some shift. Okay. I need four hours. Ah oh, yes, as an alpha you're only four. So I can easily guard. Yeah. 
Um, I'm happy. I'm happy to rest. Happy to go and watch. So, shall we go with? Well, I, I've got trance, so I would only need four hours, wouldn't I? Yep. Yes. So, if you wanted to, uh, Nerenef and uh, Dayson could basically back and back with one another, yeah. and then uh, the other two who need eight hours would actively just sleep for eight hours. Mm-hmm. Right. So eight hours pass, or from what you can tell, mm-hmm. especially because uh, the 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 best way of timing is your uh, is your your two elven companions who only need a maximum of four hours sleep uh, to to get any rest. Um, so you kind of have a rough again because body clock and everything's going off. You'd imagine that you're around eleven p.m. in the evening, as everything as everyone's kind of started to rise and start to get a bit more restless for though those that have been sat waiting um for the two that are on watch nothing happens the entire night or the entire time that you're sat watching the door stays closed nothing comes in nothing moves down the other end of the corridor it is silent I mean, okay. I don't like that. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. So now she's that... just having fun with us, isn't she? Yeah. She's just lulling, lulling us into a false sense of security. Yep. Wondering if she actually A is here or B leaves. Hmm. I guess it's time to go and explore. <laughs> yeah, I think we're gonna have to. Otherwise, we're just gonna stay here forever. Yeah, and just be yeah. sitting ducks. And I'm, I'm not a duck. No, I'm not. I'm not here for that. Okay. Gotta go explore. Yep. Okay. Um, can I have a marching? Turn. Can I have a marching order of how you want to walk around? <laughs> The castle, please. It can because of the the width of the corridors. Um, they are. Uh, did it? Let me double check this. Each square is one. So they're they're twenty foot wide each corridor. So uh, you can you can quite easily walk in a, a whole reservoir dogs walk and be fine. Um, let me know if you want to keep the axe beaks at the door. If you want to f- walk them through with you. Um, nah. But, I would leave them. Yeah, that's fine. Um, and what sort of marching order would we be heading in? So are there two at the front? Are there one at the front? Um, um, happy to go where people don't want to go. So if no one wants to go at the front, I'll go at the front. Um, I'm fine to go up the front. Oh, see, I was about to offer up meat shield. Oz just uh, raises yeah, no, his I'll, hand and goes I'll go, near the back. I'll go at the back if nobody wants to offer the back because you all seem to be oh, very a coward <laughs> and oh look a twat and uh, he oh, casts oh, oh, alter self on you <laughs> he casts... eyes, calm down <laughs> um, anyway um... I cast Gust at him yay <laughs> is Gust uh, the, the ten foot push if I remember rightly uh, it's a, it's a five foot push. Ah, oh, five foot, yes. So he, he um, you get a strength saving throw though. Uh, that's a natural three, so not going to be anything good. So a six um, altogether. Yep, he, he he's going to get pushed back. Excellent. He he goes oh like a twat and then slams into the wall behind him. Yeah, it's point taken. Out. Not a coward for watching the rear guard, though. Um, it's just because he wants to look at me. And yes. I'll, like, flick my <laughs> uh, fringy bits, because they're not in my crown braid. Um, <laughs> Swoosh oh, no, it out of no. the way. And then I'll just strut. He's going to just awkwardly mutter something about the blood wars under his breath. And... Um, <laughs> For those that know... Do I hear it? Can I hear it, please? Um, you can make a perception check to see if you hear it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I want to, because I want to flush in the darkest look. 
<laughs> that was such a weak threat. <laughs> uh, 15. <laughs> you hear it, yeah? Uh, I turn around, I smile, and then stick my finger up at him. Blow him a kiss, and then oh, I'll God. carry on. <laughs> Luckily in this age, we're all good friends. Great, let's continue. Uh, so, marching order. Um... Days at the front. He said he wanted to go at the front. Okay. And I've just I've just put him there. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. I I I want to be there. So, cool. Dayson, um, are we going single file or are we going two and two? Uh, two and two. Yeah. So we've got because she's walked off. We've got Dayson and Nerenef at the front, Erica and Oz at the back. Oh yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Um. When so, we did our long rest, by the way, I had to roll for my oh, yes. cosmic omen. Um, and how is... Uh, and, uh, it's woe, so Great. Uh, it was an odd. So we'll take that as we will. Okay. That's um, the d6 off any attack rolls from a... Uh, from an, an enemy, yeah. Yeah. Not a problem. Yep. Basically like cutting words extra. Um, or a saving throw ooh. or an ability check. Nice. Yeah. Very so nice. I was going to uh, make Oz fail if. Uh... <laughs> Pity and nastiness. That's all this campaign is now. Um, uh... Anyway, um, so you start to walk down. As I say, at the end of the corridor, about 60 feet as you walk along. Um, Erica, just double checking, have you lit that lantern? Uh, yes. Okay, so for... Nerenef, is there anything I need to know about this lantern, or is it just a lantern? I actually, um, I pinged you in the in the text you? channel. Mm. So oh, okay, it's a 60... I have not seen that. Let That's me. fine. It's a 60-foot cone um, that spreads off in front of you, and then another 60-foot of dim light. So for the mm -hmm. two in the front, you have, uh, with math, um, we'll go... So 50 foot of light in front of you because she's behind you and then another 60 foot. So you've got 110 feet of normal lighting for you because you've got dark vision. Um, <laughs> whereas for uh, Erica, you can see now for about 120 feet. For about 60 feet, you can see as if it's plain as day. And okay. about 60 feet after that, you, you're seeing things and it's a bit like... Um, when you need to turn the brightness up on the TV, sometimes you like you can make out the shape and st stuff, and you yeah. can tell some details. But the darker things um, are kind of absorbed into the darkness as well. Okay. So, as you walk further up the corridor, as I say, there is a double door that sits directly in front of you. Again, the bones of dragons have been placed inside these icy kind of tome-like blocks that make the doors themselves, and there is a corridor leading up to the right. Um, as you get to this junction, um, you would be able to see that the corridor leads up to a what looks to be uh, an opening um, about doo -doo 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 -doo, so that'd be so about just on the edge of the light that you can see up the end of this right corridor. You can see a large opening directly ahead of you, but can't see what's ahead of you in the darkness. There, um, you can see that there is an opening in the wall to the left of that opening at the end um, and you can see two doors uh, similar to the one that you are currently stood by to the right of that on the right wall heading up that one corridor okay uh... what would you like to do uh... Honestly, I didn't take in any of that direction because I could not visualize it in my brain. That's fine. Um, um, I, I know I went wide-eyed when you said hole in wall. That's yeah, fine. let me let me let me see if I can if I got this right. So we've got a corridor. Yep. Uh, that curls around. Yeah, so you've got an L-shaped corridor. You're currently yep. at the join. Um, there is a I door to the to the to the left of you as if you look up the the owl shape itself um there's a door to the left of you and there are two walls running up the corridor itself um on the right side of that wall there are two doors sets of doors uh, in uh, intervals at the end of the owl shape 
There is an opening in the walls that you can't see past because the light can't travel that far. But there is an opening that you can sense because there's no wall that the light is bouncing off. And then to the left, there is no other doors along that wall, but there is an opening uh, further down the wall itself that leads uh, as if a door should be there, but there's no doorway itself. It's just the frame itself. Okay. That's fine. I do have maps of this. I just know that it's a nightmare to share it on the, the thing, yeah. so I don't want to like throw off anything by accidentally we'll, sharing a bit. We'll wait until we need them. For combat reasons. Uh, um, so I guess if I'm at the front, I'm not... I'm more intrigued to just see what's through these holes, because yeah. if these other doors are closed and we have just been resting in this area for eight hours, mm -hmm. there's probably nothing alive in those doors. Okay, that's fine. So with that, if you agree, you would wander up the corridor. Everybody happy? Yep. Okay. So you start to wander up the corridor, and as you get closer to that ending, that the opening at the end, you can see there's an alcove-shaped room with a stairwell that sits in the centre of the floor um, that goes down a level. Um, as you get closer and closer uh, to this opening on the left wall... Um, this also opens into a large empty room that you can see a stairwell on the far left corner of the room going up a level. Anybody else feel like this thing that we're looking for is definitely going to be with, you know, her? Yep. Are we just following a corridor to certain death now? From what I remember from the scrying... Oh, going to be in power. Um, from what I remember from the scrying, uh, the last person who had the codicil was seen entering here. Unfortunately, I don't see where they went with it. Um, I know that it was carried by a druid, though. They had a uh, they have uh, druids of Oral wandering around uh, somewhere in the the the, the endless tundras, uh, doing stuff for her. They brought it here. Um, don't know where they went with it, though. Okay. Uh, okay. They probably took it to their mistress. <laughs> Sorry, uh -huh. you're bringing out the proper cynic in me. <laughs> Which one? Me or... Sorry? Which one? Me or... I mean, yeah, he's you. new. I feel like we're like-minded people yeah. now. I was going to say, uh, it points at Dace and goes, he's new. He, it could be him. I'm nothing but charm and charisma. Smile. Oh, like me then. <laughs> uh, sorry. <laughs> I need to stop. Uh, <laughs> Why do um, all my characters end up flirting with everyone? Because you you're okay? dirty whores. <laughs> wow. Oh, they're not. Oh, wow. They on anything. They just Christ. flirt with everyone. They just do, yeah. It's it's to keep everyone at uh, an arm's reach. Yeah. I actually had no intention of being like this with Nerenef. Keeps them away, <laughs> but also means you can pull them in closer if you need them. Anyway. Um... Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> So, stare thing. Yeah, anyway, yes. I, I hate to say it, I think we've got to go up. Yep. I feel like it's going to be I'm, with her, and I feel like she's going to be in a tower. I'm she, more you know, willing to believe to go up. I, I mean, if we came in on this level, right? Mm. And this is, um, hold up. This this is me talking character sort of idea here. We came in on this level. The only thing that's possibly going to be below us is going to be what a dungeon, like prisons. I don't want to be near prisons. No, I don't fancy getting locked in a cage. We've already seen a creature that basically nearly killed us. Mm -hmm. 
out in the open. Mm -hmm. This thing is like giant sized. Yes. I don't mm -hmm. want to go down there and see giants. Fully in support of this. Wait, you think There's they're still be... alive? They're just being held prisoner? I mean... <sighs> held prisoner? Working controlled? For? <laughs> working for? There are, uh... there are, there are options here, and I, I have no intention to see those options. No, no, I don't like that. If we've got to go up, and she is there... Like, there's, there's less room up, surely. There's not, there can't be too much more. If it's, if it's a tower going up, tower going up has to be as big as we can see from the outside. Yeah. Going down, all bets are off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I get it, yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Do it! Let's go up, man! Yeah! Let's yeah. hope that we're not going to be just straight up there like on the roof or something because like her her car's gonna be up there so her pet rock so you're going up up the stairs yep yep we're gonna go find wayne cool um so you walk over this empty room um there are bits of debris and uh kind of like stone kind of uh, almost like statues and bits of the the original structure have fallen from the walls and uh the the ceiling and are lying in kind of viscera around the floor itself as you walk over towards the stairwell you walk up the stairs it is a winding stairwell that leads up into a small circular area you come up into what looks like a half a half circle semicircle shaped room um, to the right of you as no sorry it'd be directly ahead of you as you come up the stairwell so you come up and you are now looking towards a circular wall with the the flat shape of the semicircle behind you um, there are two large windows uh, directly ahead of you which would be the eyes of the skull there is a redundant hearth that sits between the two eye holes there are bits of wood and stone scattered across the floor nothing seems to be on the in this area but you can see that there is an opening in the uh, in the in in the in the wall behind you there is a large 15 20 foot opening in the wall And I fell over to that wall. You can indeed. Roll a stealth check for me, please. Really hope that my stealth is good. But... Get good stealth. Come on. We need it. Good stealth. Come on. Good stealth. I mean... Ten's good, right? So, Dason, you yeah. break off from the party and quickly... So, kind of Don't describe towards, it like that. You 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 sneak over towards <laughs> the the edge of the wall itself, and uh -huh. you're you're finding it hard to keep your footing under the stone and such, uh, especially as everything's got a thin layer of ice on it. But it's not difficult terrain at all. It's just it's just slippery in certain areas. So you find yourself focusing a lot on your placement, and then as you get to the wall, you find that you've been breathing quite loud because you've been like you've been so kind of introverted in your focus on where you're placing your feet that you've not been paying attention to the the mere sound of your breath echoing in the room and as you peep your head around the opening stood in front of you is a cloaked figure you are looking about chest height at them as you look around or you look directly as if almost like that comic thing of you've turned around your face has been smushed into them but they're a couple of feet away so not that um, comical okay. um, yeah, I found the druid guys and Fine. then your eyes move up and you see a large beak oh, two jet black eyes that sit beneath uh, a very mottled, greyish brown, feverish like mop of hair with two ram's horns jutting out the temples of the heads as you hear 
all of you here. You dare enter my domain. And that's where we're going to end the episode. I'm genuinely trembling right now. Great. Thanks, guys. Yay. <laughs> oh, my God. She's so pretty. Um, so, uh, <laughs> we, we, we're going to take a break. <laughs> uh, and, um, and then when we come back, there's going to be some very choice things that happen. And uh, we'll see you next week to see what happens. Next but, um, week will be a very short episode as we all die. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for playing. We'll see you next week for another episode of 16 Cattle Keeps. Is it Wednesday yet? <laughs> Can Wednesday just not happen? <laughs> all I want to say bye, say bye. Bye. Oh, I don't want to go. Oh, why to number 10 us? Why did you do that? Thank you for listening to 16 Candle Keeps. Your players were Emma Bamford as Erica Jones, Jade Leanne Pierce as Nereneth Halladar, and Liam Thornton as Dason. Your DM was Steve Archer. Theme music by Steve Archer, and artwork for the podcast by Bingle Bang Bang, of what is known as Liam Thornton. Background music was created by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com. Other background music was performed by the Bombarded cast from Bombarded Podcast. This music can be found at bombarded.bandcamp.com. Thank you very much and we'll see you next time. <laughs>